Hello, welcome. Yes, I'm Steve Martin, and this is the Earshot Creative Review, where we meet radio production people and hear their stuff. Now, with us this time are two producers from opposite ends of the UK radio production spectrum, or so you'd think. Matt Lomax from KISS. Hi. Hello. You've been at KISS for a number of years, haven't you? Nine years last week. Must have seen a a number of changes in that time. Uh, Yes, there's been quite a few different changes musically and uh, staff and DJs and presenters, but um, still at the forefront, I think. (laughs) Good stuff. Well, we'll hear some more uh, from you shortly. And Kerry McCarthy's here. Now, you're responsible for promos and imaging at BBC Radio 3. Yes, hello. I've only been here for a few months, though, so not as long as Matt. (laughs) Do you call it promos and imaging at Radio 3? I think it's trails, darling. Uh, But actually, no, they have said uh, promotions, this department. So promos is a bit uh, hoi polloi for Radio 3, I think. You've got to say the whole word. Promotions it is then. All right, we'll hear more from you as well, Kerry. Thank you. And if you were with us last time, you'll know how much we all enjoyed singing along to an ad for a fish and chip shop called Daniel's. Well, one of its creators, David Greenwood, has been in touch and we'll hear from him a little later on. Creator of the ad, that is, not of the four-year-old singing there. That's my daughter. I'm her creator. So here's how the Earshot Creative Review works. Every month we meet uh, radio promotions, production and imaging professionals who each play something they've worked on, explain its background, the care they've put into the production, and then we all rip it to pieces and make them feel wretched. It's a format. (laughs) Matt, tell us about KISS and promos. What's the latest? Um, Well, as you may know, uh, KISS is kind of run on the imaging and the promos, the character of KISS is... um definitely comes from its imaging and its sound um the presenters are very minimal on their speech and the the station's very fast paced um so kind of the opposite of radio three really where there's one promo at the top of the hour where we're probably three promos into breaks every every hour we probably have six or seven ids some listener ids some artist ids um we brand all our songs so They'll be singing on there, or artists saying it's my station, which is a line we use a lot of. Uh, we have a top of our stinger, which then goes into a branded song. So, you know, one promo an hour on Radio 3, and maybe <laughs> 25 pieces of production, in, quite quick pieces, my add, in, in the hour on Kiss. Yeah. So, still quite fast, but artists and listeners are kind of a main a main focus to get as many of the, the core artists of KISS on the station, say it's my station, little interview pieces, all that kind of thing. And listeners as well, I think we're, we're trying to be like from the ground up rather than um, the station from the top down. We want our listeners to be on there as much as possible. And KISS's imaging has this history of a kind of highly produced but, but still rough and ready cut and paste uh, sound. Is that something that you are still developing now? Yeah, I, I, cut, the cut and paste thing is, is, is brilliant because we do so much of it that, that to sort of hoover samples from trailers, from other songs, from acapellas, from instrumentals, from interviews. You know, we have to rack and stack this stuff up and, and use it a lot and use it quickly. And we found that you can get a really clear message, keep that character that we, we're kind of hopefully famous for, um, but rattle through a lot of things by, by doing that. So, um, yeah, we find it the best way to work. So even, um, like, we use Pure Tonic for some sung bits, we'll use a bit of theirs, we'll have a bit of a trailer, we'll have an acapella from a song. We'll have something we used a year ago, but it'll sound better if we do use it in here and it'll sound completely different. Um, so we try and move it on and push it on as, as much as possible, but we need that big bank of stuff because it, it burns production so quickly. You know? And how, how do you archive and catalogue that work? 
Well, it's very, it's a very good question, and I would say when I first started, I was very, very disorganised. I'm gonna, you know, I'll be really honest, uh, and I've just, I've just got better because um, I, I bought a book along actually, which I'll talk about later on, but to sort of help with the sort of organisation. But you know, it is all about having a, a huge hard drive linked to your your Mac and cataloguing as much as possible. Um, we've got another producer works, Simon Palferman, who's who's massively organised and helped me massively in terms of my head, because I was always like, it's always about the idea and the creation, but you know, a lot of our job is the organisation of it. What have you brought along to play? Um, well, I've brought along uh, first of all um, a Swerve promo. Swerve is a DJ, plays sort of upfront R and B and hip hop on Monday to Thursday at ten o'clock at night. Quick plug. Um, Quick plug, yeah. Um, he's very good. Um, and uh, basically, this is a, a donut. So um, there's a, only five seconds in the middle of the promo for him to update every night what's going to be on the show. Um, but this is just something I use using um, samples, and there's a Sonic logo in there, which I can explain about. But it's very subtle. Um, so, yeah, here it is. DJ Swerve, Monday to Thursday at 10 pm. The UK's biggest hip hop and RB show plays only on Kiss. Yeah, check it out. This is Neil. It's your girl, Carrie Hilton. What's up? This is Beyonce. What up, what up? This is Jay Z. Swerve. Doing a wee big right here on Kiss. Check me out tonight for the big tune of the week from Ludacris, Sierra, and Pitbull. Biggest, best music, the world's biggest hip hop and RB plays Monday to Thursday at 10. Or listen back on the Kiss Cube at totalkiss.com. DJ Swerve. Let's go. Kiss. So, yeah, the little screechy noise I'd like to just explain. Um, uh, there was a rapper that came in called Rhymefest. And we all get the rappers to do their drops and go, yeah, it's DJ Swerve, it's Kiss. And he did this noise in the drop. And it's actually becoming more of a sonic for that show because it's someone swerving in their car. That was the idea behind it. So when he's sort of mixing um, at night, we sort of drop it in there and we put it in the promo. And it's just one of those sort of subtle things. It might grow, it might not, but it sounds kind of nice in the promo at the moment. So that's that's why I wanted to play that promo, really. I'm interested to know, Kerry, whether you plant seeds like that in your Radio 3 promos. Well, so far, uh, none of the presenters have ad-libbed like that and come up with a swerve. I mean, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I try and encourage them. I mean, I think that's what it needs, but uh, they've failed to do that so far. So, no, not yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> and you've brought some more as well, haven't you, Matt? Yeah, I mean, the next one is um, uh, another show called Midnight Mix uh, on Sunday night, which is uh, anyone who listens to Kiss who thinks a budding DJ can uh, send us their mix and we'll get them in and they'll... they'll they'll do their own show for an hour so it's just to promote that really um, there's just basically quite a lot in this promo in terms of music effects sounds so it's just sort of making a nice sandwich of sound rather than I mean it could sound chaotic but with some nice EQ delays etc you can sort of get the message across but still have a lot in it DJ let's go if you're an established DJ or a bedroom mixer and have the skills to put together a great original hour long mix then we want to hear from you Every week on KISS we'll be playing out somebody's mix and it could be yours. We'll also give you seven days of profile at TotalKISS.com and a chance for everyone to hear your mix again on the KISS Cube. The Midnight Mix. It's time to show your skills. Get involved now. TotalKISS.com forward slash Midnight Mix. You're right, there's a lot in there. Tell me, <laughs> yes. tell me how long would you spend making that? Um, that took about three hours. Um... But the, the most of the time, because we use like lots of delays and EQs and things, you come up with settings that you kind of like and then tweak. Um, but again, it was more, a little bit of it was just finding that extra sample that I needed to make it sort of keep the character. So, and uh, 
Yeah. And the three hours, does yeah. that include um, scripting yeah. it? Uh, at KISS, it's very quick. It's very fast-paced behind the scenes as well as on it, on the station itself. So uh, Andy, uh, a great boss, will be like, we need to do a promo for the Midnight Mix. Andy's going to have some words and messages he wants to put in there. Uh, so he might write that script or we might, and then we'll just bounce that around, which might take 20 minutes. And then uh, Neva is a female presenter and, and who's also a voiceover. And Justin who is a presenter in the morning is also a voiceover too which is very handy to have your voiceovers where you work um, so yeah I might just nip in between two songs get the get the voice get into the studio spend a few hours doing it and then Bob's your uncle as it were yeah so yeah it's quite a quick process um, and then the thing that I was supposed to be doing that day I'll probably get shoved down to the later end of the day that's <laughs> how so it seems to work <laughs> but essentially you're recording the voice clean and then building everything else around it yeah completely dry with no EQ or anything as flat as possible um, straight across the servers into the Mac and then all the processing goes on I use Ableton and Pro Tools Ableton now does a lot of the processing of the voice which we found to be quite, quite nice mm-hmm. um, and Kerry how does that compare with your production process? Well, that's totally different, really. I mean, I was saying, at Radio 3, um, I average about six trails a week. Yeah. Um, but, oh, come on, now, hang on a minute. It's, <laughs> not, it's not just, like, cutting and pasting swerve noises from rappers. <laughs> it's proper. I mean, this is... This just got real here, you know. It's like you got to write a script and get it approved by a couple of people. I'm sure you don't have to get it approved by anyone after nine years, do you? <laughs> well, no, no, no. And I'll give uh, my boss's Jesus. He's very strict on on the right message. Um, the approval process is quick, I'd say, but it still has to be approved, which is the right thing to do. <laughs> I think if we just all, all the producers went out and just did what they wanted, I, I don't suppose it'd be being programmed at all, would it? So, you know, it's fair. I, I don't mind it being approved, but it, it has to be approved quite quickly, really. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it might actually take longer at Radio 3, what with all the pronunciation, but what I found is everybody knows everyone uh, who's, you know, within the classical core repertoire, and they're just like, yes, and that's what's great about having such knowledgeable presenters. At least that saves a bit of time. But what's time-consuming is um, listening through to long passages of music to find exactly the clips you want that'll fit into a trail, and I find editing the music in a way that is tasteful is also quite time-consuming because it's not like uh, music that people are used to hearing mixed, which your music is. I mean, you can just throw things together haphazardly, oh. <laughs> hope for the best, you know, and uh, it'll all sound gummies on the same key, all the same uh, tempo. It's very easy, but uh, mine's a bit more difficult. <laughs> no, it's not that much. But it, I do find it time-consuming. I think I, I've always found it time-consuming editing music, whatever genre, but um, classical music, you've got the added worry that people might phone in and say, I've never been so insulted. I heard you edit a false ending onto my favourite aria. So that takes a lot of time as well. And we also use a lot of the presenters, which is handy having them here, but they seem to flit around a lot. You know, I've got to book in advance quite often and wait for them to be here. So there's a lot of multitasking involved and spinning plates and doing loads of different trails at once. Well, this sounds like a good moment, perhaps, to hear, Kerry, something that you've brought along. Okay, I hope it doesn't disappoint now after that build-up. <laughs> <laughs> Radio 3 brings together words... Time present and time past are both perhaps present in time future. ...and music. <laughs> On the theme of the metaphysical soul, Anna Massey and Sir Derek Jacobi read Burnt Norton 
the first part of T.S. Eliot's Four Quartets. At the still point of the turning world, neither flesh nor fleshless, neither from nor towards, at the still point, there the dance is. Interspersed with works from the metaphysical poets, including John Donne, Andrew Marvel and George Chapman. Your eyes were never yet let in to see the majesty and riches of the mind, but dwell in darkness, for your God is blind. With music from Bird to Takamitsu. The metaphysical soul is Sunday night's words and music at a quarter to eleven here on BBC Radio 3. Kerry, if I can draw, if I may, and this might be a struggle, a parallel between KISS and Radio 3, I think it's that there's no nonsense in the messaging, very, very simple message, although the sound, clearly, very different. Well, the one of the big differences, I think, is that that trail is over a minute long, and that's long for Radio 3, but most of our trails are around 40 seconds at the moment. Um, and I know that at KISS you might just yeah. have a, a sine wave, and that's it. Yes, some of, some of our songs are a minute long. So, I mean, that's <laughs> no, they're not really, but well, they're. I mean, maybe we get some songs away that are two minutes, so it's kind of interesting, even in that yeah. X aspect, really. When you're finished with them, they are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's right, isn't it? There's no uh, overt advertising concepts mm. in, in either of your, your work. You're getting straight in there with a very clear message, yeah. but just expressing it in a different way. Sure. The message is, I mean, always the most important thing, um, regardless of what we do. I mean, we, so we have, it's message first and the character of the. The imaging second, um, because obviously that's the most important thing. Interesting to hear on that Radio 3, though, how polite I think that the presenter or the voiceover sounds, where we're quite up and energetic and have a bit of attitude and it's kind of funky and fast, where that's just very polite. And it's very easy to listen to, though, I must say. Now, Kerry, you've brought something else as well, haven't you? Yes, I have done. Uh, I can't remember what it is now. Oh, yes, it's um, Petrock Trelawney um, presenting a trail for Performance on 3. And you'll recognise this music. Yeah, definitely. Next Friday in Performance on 3, The Planets by Gustav Holst. Join me, Petrop Trelawney, live at St David's Hall in Cardiff as we share in the awe and mystery of the night sky, from the serenity of Venus to the joyous vigour of Jupiter. At the rehearsal for the first performance, it's said that the cleaners working in the hall put down their brushes and danced. Holst's The Planets, in next Friday evening's performance on 3 at 7 o'clock here on BBC Radio 3. What do you know about the Radio 3 audience that informs your creative approach? I know that if I had some glaring edits in the music, they'd be on the phone very quickly. So I tried to make those inconspicuous, but there are quite a few edits in there. Um, and I think they... Well, I don't know this, but my feeling is that sometimes the selling point of a performance is actually that a presenter you love and uh, listen to all the time is enthusiastic about it. I really think that now in this day and age of MP3s and other ways of getting music when you want it, the main selling point of radio stations in general and particularly Radio 3 with these uh, well-known presenters that have been here for a while is the fact that it's a community and they actually are trying to persuade you to listen uh, to an event. And it's a genuine, informed enthusiasm, isn't yeah. it? I think at Radio 3, 
people are more passionate about the music here than any other station I've worked at, possibly because it is quite a niche market. And so it attracts people who really, really wanted to get into this area. Well, you mentioned events. Uh, Matt, you've got a special event this weekend on your radio station. Yes, we do. Um, Capital Radio um, of Hyde Acon to do their um, Saturday night show. Um, But in the true spirit of KISS, um, we've done a little spoiler where we have an Acon show, which he recorded a few weeks ago, luckily. And um, we're going to play it on Saturday as well, a few hours before theirs goes out. Um, so it's a bit of fun in the old radio warland. Um, so this is um, Akon uh, promoting his show. Every week, the biggest artists hang out on Kiss. On my station. On my station. My station, Kiss. This Saturday at 1. That's right. It's the turn of Akon. It's your boy Akon. You're in to my station, Kiss. Yeah. Whenever Akon's in town, he'll hang out on Kiss first. So catch him from 1 this Saturday. Keep it locked. Don't change that dial. So the message is the my station. It's a bit annoying for Capital because obviously he's their presenter now. Uh, don't change that dial. A little bit annoying. Um, Akon always comes to Kiss first. You know, we're just having a dig and doing what Kiss does best, really. And are you expecting a phone call from Arden Hanley at Capital? Uh, no, no. I've, I've heard his promo actually. It's, it's not bad. Creative <laughs> <laughs> review. Well, the story behind that Daniel's Fish and Chips ad in just a moment from one of its creators, David Greenwood. First, though, requests and dedications. Hello to Emma, who enjoyed the last show and asks, can it be weekly, not monthly? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) And producer Jacob from Kent wants to be on the show. Well, we'll sort that out. Hello to Andrew Welsh, who got in touch to say the audio levels were a bit rubbish last time. That's right, Andrew. Ignore the content, the guests, the insights, the passion. Just moan about the sound, won't you? No, we're delighted you care. And we've tightened up the processing a bit this time, so I hope that keeps you and your Tinder ears happy. Earshot at smartin.me if you'd like to be in touch or post on the blog or find S. Martin on Twitter. You're listening to the Earshot Creative Review featuring this time music by radiobeds.co.uk. If you've been looking for a music bed that's a little bit... Or one that's slightly... Or even one that goes... Then radiobeds.co.uk is the place to go. So last time on the Earshot Creative Review, we played and enjoyed and sung along to an ad, a radio ad for Daniel's Fish and Chips. Well, the man responsible for it heard the podcast, uh, got in touch, and he's here with us now. David Greenwood, hello. Hello, how are you doing? So what have you got to say for yourself? (laughs) Well, um... Oh, it's quite funny, actually, the podcast. Um, you know, it's uh, it's radio, isn't it? That anyone can be driving through at any time listening to something. But um, I'm glad they enjoyed it, really. And um, I think on the station as well, it's been well received. So we're very pleased with that. Tell me how it came about. Um, well, we were commissioned by the station, um, Wessex FM, to do, to do the ad uh, or do the jingle. Um, spoke to the client um, about what they wanted um, as far as music is concerned and... Just touched on a few things. I mean, he did say the client did say that he he liked the kind of uh, sort of soul funk retro vibe, you know, in the likes of I suppose in, in the current marketplaces, you know, you saw Duffy's and Josh Stone's, Amy Winehouse's, that kind of thing. Um, and he mentioned Gene Knight, Mr. Big Stuff, but um, 
we completely ignored that initially um, and actually got it wrong to begin with. I don't know whether I should admit that, but I am. Um, our initial thought was, okay, well, Fish and Chips, Wessex FM, he's in Weymouth. Um, you know, it's got to be the Beach Boys, really, all that, all in that kind of area musically. So we did something along those lines, which is much more upbeat. Um, maybe, dare I say, even cheesier than uh, what exists now. And uh, though he liked it, it, he didn't feel it was him. I mean, he's he's quite a innovative um, fish and chip shop, if that's not contradiction contradiction in terms. Um, he likes to do things well. It's actually quite nice to see. And he's got, you know, he's got the sort of neon blue lights and the, the look of the and feel of the place is very different than perhaps a, a traditional fish and chip shop. Um, and he didn't feel that that was for him. And he, he went back to this kind of solve vibe. And then we, we, we came from a groove, you know, from a, we listened to the track, the June Night track. And, and from there, it kind of came up with what we came up with. David, one of our guests in the last creative review, Dan Snaith, who's a very well-regarded imaging producer for both commercial and BBC radio, he said it was uh, you know, probably the, the only ad jingle with a groove in it he'd ever heard. Do you concur? Is it unusual in that regard? It is. I mean, I, I think what people forget about commercial radio is that you're only as good as your client. I mean, ultimately, they're buying something, they're signing off on it, and, and not everyone will allow, you know, give you carte blanche to do whatever you want to do on a local level. I mean, on, on a national level, on a bigger level, obviously, you're working through agencies and, and much bigger commissions, and and you, you, you tend to have a much more free reign, I think. Um, but where the client, you know, is involved, it's a personal small business, then, you know, his mates down the pub are going to have, you know, words about how, how it is, how it sounds, and, and so... I think it's it's nice to 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 be credible every now and again, and and a client that allows you to do that. This is a client that that wanted that kind of musical area, wanted that groove, liked it, uh, and consequently he's, he stands out on on a local station because of that, because of his his bravery as much as anything. I mean, we'd like to do more like that, to be honest, but I don't think you're often given the opportunity. Um, just tell me a little bit about the irritation factor, because a radio station will put a lot of effort into ensuring that its uh, music rotations on its playlist are are spot on, but perhaps doesn't have exactly the same control over the rotation of, of some of the ads. Well, I think that's a difficult one. I mean, obviously, you never know from the outside of the commission of, of the work um, whether it's going to have high rotation or, you know, low rotation. You don't know whether the client's going to go out of business in a few months or you, <laughs> you hope not. If it's a successful jingle, but we do deliberately try to be catchy. We we are we we think about the marketplace, uh, and in some instances where where it's perhaps targeted at a, at a um, you know more family friendly and, and through the kids, you know, if they're singing, then you know the 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 kind of annoyance factor maybe can come in and it maybe have have a short burn. Um, blame blame the children, don't blame the advertiser. <laughs> well. I, you know, I think it's harder. You don't deliberately set out to be annoying. I wouldn't like to think you're annoying, but 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 you know, radio is about, and some, certainly commercial radio is about repetition. Um, and we try and steer away from you know too much cheese if we can avoid it. But uh, 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 suffice it to say, my life is a bit gorgonzola, so uh, <laughs> can't get away from it completely. I'm 
David Greenwood, and uh, David asked me to say that his creative partner on that project was Jonathan Sweet, and the lead vocalist was Leonie Tremaine. I quite like cheesy chips, actually, which um, cheese and chips do go well together. Um, the th- I think the thing is with with a, a sung jingle, and Dan last week was uh, last month was correct. Um, it is a good it is a good jingle, but the the downside of something that could get a bit annoying. It's brilliant for the advertising. It's great for the sales guy, and it's great for the revenue. But for the programming guys, who've got to sort of bring back the hours and the reach um, in their age, you know, it could put people off. It might be a tune-out factor. How good are your advertisers at Kiss at adapting their advertising campaigns to the sound of your station? Um, on the whole, pretty good actually. They know we we've, we're fifteen twenty-fours, fifteen thirty-fours. They know we're quite young. Um, essentially, they want those that audience. So. Um, outside copy in terms of ads will be pretty bang on in terms of what it sounds like. They, they know what they're doing these days, I'd say. Um, and then on S&P, on the other hand, you know, they're buying into our sound and, you know, 95% are pretty receptive. They don't they don't knock it back at any... Ten years ago, oh, I'm not sure about that kind of song, but they, they understand what we're doing and they're quite appreciative of it, I think. And Kerry, do you ever hear from your listeners that your promos are annoying them? I think I hear from people within the building that they break up the show. It's that thing again of uh, losing the flow and uh, trail being like the news in that it's a tune-out point and you don't want to make too big a deal about it, introducing it, and you know, because you are kind of saying, oh, here's a break, tune out for a, a few seconds if you want, and they might not come back. But I would hope that the music that you play keeps people hooked and that's the crucial thing. But I, it's always this thing about the flow and I think that's what's about Kiss is that it all seems to merge together really well. I mean, I've been a fan of imaging on Kiss for a long time. I really have. And in fact, Just I went to <laughs> no, but I went to the building once to have a look around because I am a total anorak. And somebody did say, "Oh, that yeah, Matt sits in there, total genius." I just thought, well, yeah, whatever. I, I'm sure I could beat him. But no, it's very good on Kiss. It's very good at sort of maintaining a flow, like the whole station is one continuous mix. There's a good team there. I'm going to take, take all the credit. There's a new feature, and it's a one-off feature, which is Literary Corner. You've brought a book with you. Yes. Now, now it's not a radio book, but I think this is an... I've just, I've just finished it. Um, and I don't usually read books, I'm not very good at it I might do an audio book occasionally but this is called The Checklist Manifesto um, it's by Atul Gawande and basically he's a guy who's a surgeon and he's studied surgery and he's um, studied pilots and he's studied finance guys and studied bankers and he's, he's worked out that basically if you have a list if you have a checklist, if a very simple list for all your daily activities everything you do, a little process for everything it, it means some of the results he's got is that he's saved hundreds of lives, made lots of money um, the, he's even got the guy who um, landed the aeroplane in the Hudson River uh, he landed it in an emergency situation using a checklist, now as producers we have hundreds of things going on, people are coming in going can you do this, can you just do this and and I, even in the last few weeks from having this book, I've started doing my checklist and I've found that I'm getting through a lot more stuff the processes is all very clear and I'm making a much more room to be creative which is the whole point of what we do so um, you know I'd really recommend to read this book it, it's a little bit of a random plug I understand that but um, if you're one of those producers who has about a thousand things to do a day set up some processes and actually you might find you have a bit more time to do the important things mm. that's brilliant <laughs> I, I, I have to say. 
<laughs> so the Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande, we yeah. believe, yes. is published by whom? Profile Books. Yeah, you get it on Amazon. Yeah, we'll put a link on the blog. Yeah. And hopefully get some uh, commission off those sales. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I should be his agent, maybe. I don't Never know. miss a trick. <laughs> and Matt, what have you heard on other stations this week? Um, I'm really enjoying Chris Evans' Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday jingle. I actually, I just, I just like I, it's quite contemporary, but still very radio too. And it also encapsulates the energy of Evans, but it's not irritating and it's not in your face. So. Whereas the fish and chips might get a little bit annoying after time, I, I do think that's actually quite a strong thing. And it's interesting hearing the Evans jingle up against Moyles' sort of set of jingles from the last four or five years. I think Evans' one sounds slightly more modern, <coughs> whereas Moyles were a bit more ironic, I suppose. But it's kind of interesting that Radio 2's breakfast jingle now sounds slightly fresher. Uh, than the Radio 1 one. I just find it an interesting take on, on where it all sat at the moment. And Kerry, you've been listening to LBC. Yeah, I love their orchestral theme that's really filmic and massive. I really think moving to that imaging uh, about a year ago, I think, I can't remember when it came in, was a really good move. It just sort of uh, gives them this air of authority, you know, whenever they're going up to their news bulletins. And it makes the news sound like a real event, less of a tune-out point, I think. So I think that's really well done. Earshot Creative Review. Next time it will be March and Radio Academy Production Award nominee Vince Lynch from Absolute Radio will be with us, together with Joe Thomas from Oxford's 109 points... That's not right, is it? Uh, Oxford's 107.9 and one of my favourite stations, Jack FM. And if you'd like to suggest a guest, a topic or some audio to include in a future edition of the Earshot Creative Review, then do drop us a line. Earshot at smartin.me is the email address or I'm smartin on Twitter. Thanks to Matt and Kerry and thanks also to radiobeds.co.uk for all the music beds in this edition of the Earshot Creative Review. That's it, guys. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. I'm Steve Martin. Thanks for being within Earshot. See you next time. I feel like this should be a massive round of applause. <laughs> yeah, should we do one? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Might need to lay that up a few times. <laughs>